eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh my God! members. I'm Kate and I've been awake since 4 a.m. because I got called in very early so I'm very tired and I am not going to be able to follow this movie very closely so just bear with me. And I'm Chris and I once tested positive on a Dollar Tree pregnancy test and welcome back <laughs> to the weekly meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we review a different horror movie each week and we discuss the story, production, reception, and relevance in pop culture. And in doing so, as you know, we are going to spoil every single thing about the movie. So if you wanted to know what was going to happen already, watch it before you listen and then please come back. And you can watch this movie entirely on YouTube. It's all on YouTube for free if you look for it in the right places. This movie this week is Troll 2, a legend. It's a piece of garbage and you should definitely watch it. But I don't feel like it matters if you watch it before or after the podcast, do you? Honestly, I don't know if it makes a difference. Yeah, it's objectively it a dumpster fire. So it's <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be what it is no matter what. So, yeah, do it. I encourage you to way. watch it regardless at some point before you die. Yes, correct. This is a bucket Just, list movie for sure. Yes. For those of you who haven't heard of Troll 2, it is it has the same kind of following as like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, only also combined with The Room because it's so right. bad it's enjoyable but it's also actually has a lot of fans like more than i would have expected more than i was ready for (laughs) (laughs) yes a shocking number of followers for troll too um so if you're new to this podcast before we get in the movie uh, chris and i are final year veterinary students we live on opposite ends of the country and i love horror movies uh chris doesn't like horror movies hate them hates them but I make him watch them anyway, and then we get to talk about them every week. Yeah. And it's been fun so far. We'll see if it so lasts. Far. It's ruined our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> it's brought us together and also torn us apart. So, in so very many far ways. apart. Yeah. So many irreparable ways. <laughs> Should I just give a quick synopsis on the movie first? Yeah, if that's possible. I, I wrote a little something okay. that I feel like it's, it's concise. So this movie is, in fact, you know, a dumpster fire. But... Um, I compiled a few sentences. So, Troll 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to be right up front, it's not actually a sequel to anything. Nothing. And there are no trolls in the movie. Not one. <laughs> not a single troll. <laughs> so this movie is infamously ranked as one of the worst films ever made. Set in the rural town of Nilbog. <laughs> 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 a young boy is warned by his dead grandpa... That his family vacation to the middle of nowhere is infested with goblins who want to turn them into plants and eat them because they're vegetarian goblins. And there is also sexy corn. How do you feel about that? And honestly, that pretty much sums it up. That's pretty strong. (laughs) You don't understand this movie after hearing that. (laughs) It's not for you. You never will. (laughs) You never will. You don't get it. So, yeah, we're going to talk about everything that Kate just said today. (laughs) We're also going to talk about how this is revered to be um, one of the 
best worst movies ever. We're going to talk about how it was created entirely by a Italian crew, but American cast. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about neither of which shared the language with another. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the costume designer. Except for the costume designer. So we're going to talk about all those things. We're going to talk about the dumpster fire of putting this movie together, essentially. <laughs> and, and a lot more. We're going to talk about and how so there are no, no trolls. There are no trolls. How it came to be known as this. But how I am genuinely, and genuinely, that's not a word. How I genuinely enjoy, again, I woke up at four in the morning. I enjoy <laughs> watching this movie a lot. And you probably I've will I've seen too. it twice now. So, we'll just jump right in. Yeah, so I would love for you to put this in a, a genre category for me. Okay, I thought really hard about this one. I chose exploitation film horror. I don't understand. Because, okay, so this director literally only made this film, and I'll talk about the producer in a bit, but he literally just made this film because there was a movie called Troll that right. was a moderate success. And not even that successful. It was, like, very Um, mildly successful. Like, a mild success, yes. And so he was just like, oh, people are, we're talking about trolls? I can, I can, I can do that. I can, I can kind of do that. that. I can kind of do that. So he strictly made this. in a cursory sort of way. (laughs) Yeah, so he strictly made this to, like, piggyback on a very mediocre film. But not in plot or concept, to be clear. Just in name. He was just, just hoping that alone. people would be like, oh, I kind of liked Troll. Maybe I like Troll, too. Literally, the movie was supposed to be called Goblin, which not a great But name it fits anyway. better. <laughs> it fits better because it's about goblins. Yeah. But the, the director was like, but if we call it Troll 2, maybe people will falsely think that it's a sequel to Troll. Well, and so... I read two versions of this. One is that it was the director who decided that, hey, Troll did well, so I'm going to make it Troll 2. But then I also read that it was actually the American distributors who were like, no, don't call this Goblins. Call it Troll 2 because it'll do better. I think there are no innocents in this one, Chris. (laughs) In any event, they were incorrect. (laughs) They were wrong. And um, so this movie, it was released in 1990. What Although watching it, I thought it was 82. At best. I definitely thought it was 82. The director, he's an Italian director, although he goes under an American pseudonym over here in the States. So who knows? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> and um, I, I couldn't find a budget for this movie. So I actually did a lot of research into it. Oh, God. Um, I looked up how much four dollars cost. You no, know, <laughs> I looked up the approximate cost of like a handheld cam in 1990, and so I put this budget at about 150 dollars. Wait, are you serious? Yes. Even costumes, though. I imagine those masks probably cost under. They're Halloween. No, they're Halloween masks. <laughs> and only one of the masks that they used did they modify to actually have a working mouth, and you know which one it is if you've seen this movie. Oh God, I you hate it with the, weird, know. the tongue licking the fake teeth. <laughs> I hate it. Yes, yes. So I would say one hundred and fifty dollars, and I don't have a gross um, income from this movie, but oh I think it's God. safe to um, assume it wasn't great. Not well. It was it was straight to VHS first of all. Of course, yes. <laughs> so this never had a movie theater debut. So it's not like it had any box office or anything like that. 
That makes sense. I imagine it does better now. It does. So that's the thing. It actually is kind of successful now. Well, yeah. And they have like huge festival showings for it. Yes. Um, I the director has the key to the city of the like city that they filmed it in. Exactly. Yeah. They had a big thing about it. I, oh, my God. There's so much to unpack for this movie. There, There's a lot. So as, as Chris said, the crew was entire was entirely Italian. They spoke zero English. And pretty much the way that they would talk to the cast when they needed to was like drawing pictures and like pantomiming. Right. And this and the one the costume the costume designer was the only one who could speak English. So she would every now and then just like interpret for the director what they wanted in any given moment. Yes. And please tell me that you read about the costume director. To some extent. Yes. Okay. So um, the costume designer. Let me find what her name was. It's like Laura something. So the costume, so the producer, I'll start with the producer. The producer is infamous in his own right. It's Joe D'Amato, and he's famous before this movie. He was famous for, or infamous, for openly saying that film profits are much more important than the inter- entertainment value of the movie. That doesn't make sense. Entertainment no, it doesn't. value makes it profitable, yes? Well, yes, but don't argue with Joe. Or shall I call him David Hills, because that's also his fake name. <laughs> and so... He did everything for this movie as cheap as humanly possible. Which and we could tell, I Joe. Not shocked. We can tell when, it's like, within the first five minutes, we have a woman with hand-drawn freckles on her face. Incredible. It's pretty great. So, for instance, all of the music was played on a Korg M1 synthesizer. Oh my gosh! Yes. And it was mostly just one song that they would speed up and slow down. Well, and. One of the main tracks is actually just a demo track on the yes, yes, that on they the just sped up. Yes, yes. No one, it wasn't even, what? Like <laughs> They literally bought a synthesizer and pressed a button and they're like, that'll do. That'll do. We'll just make that a little faster. That'll do just fine. Because they're not relying, okay, let's be real. They're not relying on the story. They're relying on the fact that maybe some poor sap will think it's a sequel to Troll that they missed. Exactly. And they'll buy it. Exactly. So, get this as if this doesn't get any better the music from this movie it was all play, it's like one song and a demo track from a synthesizer it came out on cd in 2017 so you can buy this soundtrack why though <laughs> for your listening pleasure <laughs> obviously for those big long car trips you've got playing <laughs> you're like you know what this car trip could really use about two notes from a synthesizer yeah some goblin again. music that's some goblin music. Goblin road trip. Right. And like you said, you alluded to the the costume designer, who was actually D'Amato's friend, the producer's friend. Mm-hmm. Literally just a friend, not a very good costume designer, obviously. No. But what she was most famous for, like, at least what she built her costuming reputation on, was in friends from her um, 80s pornography that she was involved with. <laughs> Wait, what? Which, Yes, and so these costumes are mostly burlap sacks and, like, rubber Halloween masks. So right. I bet her previous films were absolutely horrifying. I can only imagine what the – I'm not even going to go there. I don't want to <laughs> imagine it. No, I'm good. Oh, my God. Well, I guess that's true because, like, the goblins are the only ones with costumes. Everyone else just wore clothes. Yes, and the – is she a witch? Never explain. I think she's goblin a witch. Goblin witch. Goblin lady. I think goblin she's lady. a goblin witch. Yes. Well, her whole outfit was just literally her own clothes. I am thrilled to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And they um, they asked if she had like a coat. And so she brought like, you know, her big coat that she wears in the movie, which was her grandmother's actual coat. 
And they're like, that'll do just great. And they poured slime on <gasps> it. <laughs> oh, great. Yes. And in the documentary about this movie, she's talking about it. And she's like, yeah, that was hard to get out. <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> yes. And um, the shoes, the obvious, the oh, my God scene mm-hmm. with the kid. For people who haven't seen this movie, there's a kid who um, turns into a, a potted plant. I can't describe it any better than that. Yeah, that's pretty that's much it. What happens. That's, that's what happens. What happens. Um, to make him be in the potted plant, the costume designer took his shoes. Okay, his shoes, not the shoes they gave him, his personal sneakers. No, why would they? And, and screwed them into a pot. <laughs> they did. Oh, my gosh. And so then he had to stand there. and they so For like, 14 hours. When the, yeah, <laughs> he was in makeup standing for 14 hours to do the scenes for that. He thought it would be his big break. It wasn't. It kind of was. Was it? I mean, he's a meme now, so he didn't. That's he true. Up a little. He's a meme now. Yeah. And all of the casting, all of the cast, I don't know if you've seen this movie, you can guess this, but they're not credited acclaimed actors. No. They're very random people. So they just did an open casting call to like a nearby town in like what, Utah or wherever the heck they were. Right, exactly. Including um, George Hardy, who is kind of low key famous now, who he's the dad. Yeah, for a dentist. Yes. <laughs> he was a, de- he is a dentist. And he just replied to an open casting call because it would be fun. And, like, now he's that guy from Troll 2. Well, and apparently... He's built for hunger pains. Apparently every member of the cast had gone expecting just to be extras in this movie. That's right. Yeah, so they showed up for this for this open call, and then they were cast as leads, and they're like, what? Oh, okay. Oh. Perfect. Oh. Okay. And so, like, And so when George Hardy actually auditioned, they made him do the... You can't piss on hospitality. <laughs> I won't allow it. That was the line that they had him do, and then that's why they hired him. So he did. So he says that line in front sure. of. <laughs> I love. I, I to paint the picture. He's in front of a, a group of nine actively smoking Italians, <laughs> none of whom understand English or know what the line <laughs> means that he's actually saying. But they just felt like he had. He put a lot of energy into it. Yeah, he's just got it. So then... When you have it, you have it, Chris. So then that's how he got the role as the father. And apparently it was like some of his um, his clients at the dentist's office. Like they told him about this all call and encouraged him to go. Why would you tell your dentist to I do don't that? know. I feel like you know who'd be a great extra? Well, My dentist. Well, they probably thought he was like a sexy dentist and like you could be a sexy actor. And then he's like, yeah. And you can tell throughout the oh entire God. movie. He he's like, thinks I'm a he's a sexy, sexy dentist. <laughs> he does. He thinks he is Look very at my sexy. flawless teeth. His shirt is always buttoned halfway down at all times. At all times. All times. His mullet is perfectly combed. <laughs> he just brings it. Amazing. And speaking of casting calls, my personal favorite scene from this movie is whenever that guy is going looking for milk for random reasons. Oh my gosh, yes, I love this. Yes! Okay, so he's looking, it's a scene where one of the the kids is like looking for milk, and so he goes to the local, I don't know, general store, and there's the creepiest guy you've ever seen in your entire life. Ever. He gives this very weird scene, this delivery of the only thing we sell here is unrefrigerated, unpasteurized milk. Right. And then gives it to him for free. It's a very creepy scene. So... Chris already knows this, I can tell by his face, but this guy was literally a patient from a nearby mental facility, <laughs> and he was cast for and filmed his role 
entirely during a day trip out of the hospital. And he also recalled that he had smoked, and I quote, an enormous amount of marijuana prior to filming and had no idea what was happening around him. And he says, yeah, that wasn't acting. And yet he was perfectly in character. He was perfect. (laughs) He's the best one in the whole movie. (laughs) But like, so they had hired a different guy to play that role. (gasps) And then he just never showed up. He did not Uh show up to work that day. And they're like, oh, but this guy from the mental institution is like on a day trip. Let's just have him step in. Sure. So then that's what happened. Also, what mental facilities are taking their patients on day trips to random casting calls? Not good one. <laughs> I'll say that. I don't know. <laughs> Not a great one. I, I don't know. So to summarize, this movie was done, as, as I guess, for approximately $150. And Chris was talking about like the language barrier. The entire cast, I want to say this again because it's insane. The entire cast didn't speak English. And all the actors did not speak Italian. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Which, if you've seen the movie, it's why the lines from the movie make no sense. Right. Right. Because the director... So, like, the the screenplay was written in exceptionally poor English. (laughs) Yes. And the actors actually at one point had recommended, like, hey, can we just, like, ad-lib this line to make it a little bit more... I don't know. Put the right word in for it. (laughs) And um, Fragasso, the director, he's like... He absolutely forbade people to go off script, even by a word. Yeah. He's like, you got to read that verbatim. Verbatim. But it's his wife. So it's his wife that wrote it. Well, we'll get into the wife's involvement. Okay. (laughs) But she is not the same one in the relationship. And (laughs) that's saying a lot. Wow. Yeah. So to go back to the director, because the cast was like, please let me like say this in a human fashion. Not to like protect them because their acting is horrendous not yeah no they could not have it's done this bad. at all the, the it's script the worst is not acting I've ever it's seen. not what broke them for sure no it wasn't just the script like no. nice try but the script didn't help not at all so i'll go and see your parents tomorrow okay i'll tell my parents you're gonna come see us tomorrow yeah <laughs> okay but they obviously because this movie is now famous and celebrated hugely celebrated there was um a, a cast panel at some event and all the cast was talking at like a Q&A. Right, yeah. And the director was there and like interrupted the cast and was like calling them dogs and liars for saying that he wouldn't let them like go off script. And he's like, no, like your acting's just bad. Like it's not my fault. Yeah, like he, <laughs> it's your fault. he went off. And then he, so he was like escorted from the room. Like oh he God. was removed from the room. And as he was being pulled out, he was like yelling. He was just heckling them. He was just like yelling slurs. And he's like, you're dogs. Like, how dare you? <laughs> Which is confusing to me because and he you'll you hear a lot about like how he reacts to our reactions to this movie. But he flip flops all over the place. He's like, it's not my fault. Like it was the actor's fault. Like my writing was perfection. Yeah. Which it wasn't. But he'll <laughs> also accept keys to the city. And be like, yeah, I did that. Like, I was involved and this was all my doing. Right. But then whenever people, because people were make, obviously making fun of this awful movie. I mean, awful. I love it. It's amazing. But awful movie. Right. And being like, this is hilariously bad. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I meant it like that. It's like, that was supposed to be funny. And it's like, no, but you didn't, though. You didn't. And that's why it's funny. Like, if You didn't, because this is marketed as a horror. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can we just, I, I just want to say that now. Um. This is a horror film podcast. Some would. This counts. Some would argue 
that this is not a horror film. I'm tempted to agree. It kind of isn't. But it it wanted to. But it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. It thought it was. But it's just pure hilarity from beginning to end. It's funny. But only because you can tell that they didn't mean it to be funny. If they had meant this to be funny, it suddenly wouldn't be all that funny anymore, I feel. It wouldn't be funny. It's funny because they're so serious about it. It's like The Room. (laughs) Exactly. No, exactly. Taking itself very seriously. While being a dumpster fire. Oh my gosh, the freckles and the slime and the... Everything. Everything is bad. And so let's get into the plot a little bit because that that's something we need to unpack. I The whole point... What is the plot? The whole, the whole, the whole plot is goblins who and eat a, people. And a, the whole plot is goblins. That, <laughs> that's it, people. Period. The whole plot is goblins. No, it's goblins, but they eat people. But they're vegetarian, but they aren't, though. Because they eat people. Because they eat people. But they, <laughs> And their argument is that they turn people into trees or plants, and right. then they eat them. Right. Their favorite and food so, is human-plant combo. That is neon green, yes. the color of chlorophyll. And also sap. I didn't know sap was neon green. Mm. Or but, chlorophyll, I mean, for that matter. Chlorophyll is neon green. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But... This movie, you talked about the wife, and I'm going to talk about her now, Rosella Drudy. She's the wife of that director. Right. And she co-wrote this and is openly saying, because we were watching it together. Chris and I actually got to watch this movie together, which is a first. Which is, yeah, this is wild. Yes. And Chris was kind of like, this feels like some anti-vegetarian propaganda. It totally is. And it openly is. It openly is. This woman, Rosella Drudy, is like, yeah, I came up with this because I hate my vegetarian friends. And so I like she openly says, and I'm going to quote her. I came up with this story about goblins who are vegetarians because at that point in my life, I had many friends who'd become vegetarian and it pissed, and it pissed me off. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. <laughs> I read that, too. That She was like, a bunch of my friends became vegetarians. I wasn't super into it. So I turned them into human eating <laughs> goblin characters. And I'm like, so they're not so your friends, really, really though, are they? <laughs> you need to get better, or they need to get better. They friends. need to get a better friend. <laughs> it's true. Friends don't make friends. Human eating goblins in their stories. And they explain. They explain it very. I shouldn't use the word explain. No, you shouldn't. There's dialogue about it. Yeah, there you where go. They, maybe. They say, <laughs> maybe. Where they say, okay, like you need to eat this magic green icing food that we gave you so that you turn into a plant because if you don't then we'll have to eat your your flesh and we'll have to kill you and then we'll have to soak the meat in vinegar to get the blood out of it and it'll take all day that's a that's a literal line for the movie yeah they're like we'll have to soak your your meat in vinegar and it'll take all night and i'm like it'll take all day (laughs) i don't understand Mind you, this is at a very tense part of the movie. And very it is not tense. played off as comedy. No, they're like, eat these sandwiches or, <laughs> or we'll kill you the hard way. <laughs> it's like, okay. Turning All into right. a tree and then getting cut down doesn't seem like the easy way. Oh, I don't know. He was enjoying getting cut down. Yeah, he, yeah I, don't, I didn't like that. I no. didn't care for that part. Ah, We should just dive in and start talking about this movie. Okay, but first, I think we should take a moment. A brief moment of silence to acknowledge all the critics who were told by their bosses to watch and review this movie. Thank you. 
Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. So as Kate knows, as all of us <laughs> club members know, IMDb does not believe in a movie that does not deserve a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of 10 for neither everything. Neither less, neither more. A 7 or 7 point something. All movies, great and small. This movie, however, is not a movie in the eyes of IMDb. Oh my god, this is a first. And received a 2.8. <gasps> Out of 10. That's unheard of. I could not believe it. I That is unheard of. I love it so much. <laughs> it almost makes me like regain faith in the IMDb scoring system. Almost. Like, I, every single so movie close. gets a 7, no matter how bad. This is a 2.8. It's very frustrating. A 2.8. That should tell you <laughs> when IMD is going to IMDb is going to tell you how it is. <laughs> it's yeah. a bad movie. On Rotten Tomatoes. I actually I opened Rotten Tomatoes and I actually just like I laughed out loud. <laughs> I was thrilled and it was so funny. Is it the lowest so far? I'm going to go ahead and assume. It yes. is by far the lowest so far. So audiences, I will say, audiences give this movie a whopping score of 43%. Which is <gasps> That's people like us. Which is a that's lot higher than like I thought us. it would be. <laughs> that's us. Right. I mean, that's just like all the the fans that's who the like, love to hate yeah. cult following it's all of yeah. them fighting with all the people being like no no you don't understand this it. is awful <laughs> critics give this movie a six percent <laughs> shut up but kate it didn't always have a six percent because for what the longest mean? time this movie had a zero percent <gasps> no it didn't it yes! did <laughs> This movie did not get 6% until 2014. Before then, That's incredible. it was 0%. I mean, how did it get the 6, though? So there's a single good review. and <laughs> Every vote matters, people. <laughs> it's the only... So, like, on the on Rotten Tomatoes way they do it, like, there's you either get the splatted tomato or the ripe tomato. The singular ripe tomato is someone who says, God awfulness in the best way imaginable. So, again, yeah, even the yeah, nice yeah. review is just a critic who's like, like us and i'm not gonna make the director feel good and i don't even i don't even know what to do with all of the negative reviews like they're exactly what you'd expect oh my god i love them all so much so cinema crazed gives this review they give it a terrible review but they say remember kids double decker bologna sandwiches always the prime (laughs) weapons against goblins (laughs) they might save your life kids (laughs) Um, and everyone everyone else is like this is awful in the most horrific kind of way my favorite review of all is from i've I've never heard of them before but combustible celluloid well i love them already love them already but they're my favorite negative review and they say quote the trouble is that i don't like troll 2 very much <laughs> and <review>. that's it <laughs> <laughs> the trouble is i just don't like it <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. It's bad, though. Here's the thing. I just, it's not good. <laughs> Unfortunately, our dear favorites, the Austin Chronicle, as far as I they can were tell, silent. never gave a review for this movie. I bet that that reviewer was like, guys, no, I'll quit. So help no, me I'm God. not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I will burn this place to the ground. Yeah. I do have one question. Yes. Does anyone talk about the corn? Okay, so not a single review that I read mentioned the corn. I okay, I feel like it's my own personal fever dream. This corn scene. <laughs> Come 
Because no one's talking about it <laughs> or explaining it. My fever dream. Cause, because there's there's too many ridiculous scenes to choose from for you to talk no, about in a review. But, but that one. But I but don't that know. One, I If I was a reviewer, I wouldn't want to touch the corn scene because I wouldn't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this entire movie. I don't know what's going to happen when we get to the end of this episode and have to talk about how we actually feel about this movie because I don't. I don't I don't know if it's going to be number one. I don't know if it's going to be number 17. I just don't know. I don't know what to do with this movie, and I guarantee I no know. one knows what to do with the corn scene. I can't. I, 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 there are people who haven't seen this movie who are like, the corn scene. The corn scene, I have everyone, got to watch this movie. It is a scene that will either strike fear into your heart or give you a raging erection. I think those are the two. <laughs> those are the only options. Kate and I respectively experienced yeah. one of each. So feel free to leave in the comments which each. one of us you think got which. <laughs> the answer might surprise you. Tonight at 11. <laughs> Once the kids are in bed. But so, yeah, basically people absolutely hated this movie. And I think that's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I think we I think we need to talk about it though. Okay, let's. I think people need people need to know what happens in this movie if they haven't seen it already. And if they haven't, honestly, it was probably such a dream state, like some sort of horrible nightmare that they don't remember it anyways. It's all a blur for me at this Which point. Which is it's just fortunate for you because you get to watch it again. And again, it is all on YouTube for free. So Chris and I, I've I rented this movie when I first watched it. Like what is wrong with my you? family and I. So my family and I watched this movie as our bonding thing we did at Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> we're never together. We're never together. We're always we're all at school and we all came together and we were like Let us spend our precious s- moments yes. together as a family watching yes. Troll 2. Let us all sit in front of this MacBook Pro jointly as a family on this sacred day and watch Troll 2. And so this movie has a special place in my heart. Yes. No Giving thanks to this feast the same way that the trolls give thanks to a Green slime covered fake nipple representing I like a boy's to think mother. That that's what the corn represents. <laughs> it's a cornucopia, if you will. Oh. Yes. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into the plot. I'm ready. Are you ready? I don't know what the plot is, but we'll try. I have written words so that I can follow along. All right. Excellent. Let's do this. So. Michael, a.k.a. the dentist who responded to a casting call and didn't know what he was getting into. He has all... I think he's the dentist in the movie, too. Well, I don't know. It's not unclear. But he has always dreamed, like all of us, of being a very poor farmer. He, <laughs> he's, like, so nostalgic about this this lifestyle that he has never experienced and clearly doesn't understand. Yeah, he's like, romanticizing a pretty awful lifestyle. And while they're there, he's like, we're farmers. I'm like, you're... You're not on a farm. You're just sitting in a house. You're just in the countryside. Eating There's green no farm. frosting. <laughs> He's like, this is the way of the farmers. This, this is how our ancestors lived. So Michael, the dad in this movie, has arranged like a home exchange vacation thing where he goes to this rural farming community, also known as Nilbog. I'll let you guys figure out the importance of Nilbog. It's goblin spelled backwards. No, don't tell them. <laughs> I will say the entire so – I have seen this movie before, and the whole time we were watching it, I was just looking at Chris, and I was like, okay, they said Neil Bog three times, and he hasn't got it. Let's see. But I – for All the right, first several time. times that they had said it, I honestly wasn't sure what they had sell, said. I heard Nilberg. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 
And then something about a bog. I was like, okay, they're going to a swamp. I'm confused. <laughs> no, you're fine as long as you get it before the little boy explicitly explains Which it Which I did. I said it before the boy did. I was like, he better get this or uh, he will never let this down. My dad got it within five seconds of the movie. Incredible. They were like, we're going to Nilbog. And he's like, that's Goblin backwards. I was like, there are, this movie's called Troll. Why would it be Goblin? <laughs> <laughs> that's Goblin backwards. <laughs> Why would it be Goblin? Whatever. So. Oh my god! Going so, to Nilbog. So, but when this video was released in the UK, like they have like video rental boxes and stuff. Sure. On the on the box for this movie, they misspelled Nilbog all over it. Like the entire description on the movie, they write Jesus Christ. Nilborg. <laughs> like multiple okay. times. It being Nilbog is actually kind of important. It is, but it's also okay. ridiculous. I, I shouldn't use the word important. It is a thing. It is a it is a bit. And so they ruined the bit. But I'm what, not going to say what it we was need important. To, what we need to understand about this movie is that a profound and overwhelming degree of incompetence permeates every strata of, of detail. Like, there's not no. a single aspect of this movie and its production and its release and its distribution that was not a complete and utter miscommunication and, and disaster. And done for approximately, like, a penny a person. Exactly. They're like, can you spell? And they're like, no. They're like, okay, but how much do you charge? Oh, I don't charge. Oh, perfect. Per- oh, excellent. Per- you're perfect. So acting experience, I'm a dentist. Awesome. Excellent. Lead role. <laughs> so you have a good mouth, then, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Hired. But how far can you unbutton your shirt? So. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Perfect. So, no bug. Goblin sold backwards. We get to meet the family. We have Michael, the dad. I don't know what the mom's name because she doesn't matter. And she's the worst actress of all of them. I mean, she's some sort of undead creature. She's not she's, human. She's okay. <laughs> People are going to be very confused. She is supposed to be a human, <laughs> but I'm not convinced. But I'm not convinced. I mean, they're all robots. <laughs> I'm not convinced. And then there's Joshua, who is the little boy, kind of the protagonist of this movie. Easily the best actor in the movie. Actually, yeah, he is. He's like, I don't know, six. Easily the best actor. Joshua. And he's six. And he's the one who has since gone on and kind of learned to own the fact that this movie ruined his life. And he's kind of owning it. And he's like, yeah, I was in that really bad movie. And he's the one who made the whole documentary about the bad movie that is actually a very critically acclaimed documentary. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, he took two wrongs, kids. lemons. (laughs) He made lemonade. He sure did. And then there's Holly who is a very close second, a very close runner-up for the worst actor in this movie. She's so bad. She's real bad. She also has the worst lines of this movie. And she only gets like four, so. Who's it going to be, me or your boys? <laughs> or your boys. Oh my God. Your boys. This. So that's the family. I mean, so the, oh, she, we'll get to it, but she's just a bad character. Like, her motivations don't make any sense. She's constantly... She's abusive. She's like, she's like, you either need to date me and break up with your multiple gay lovers, or... <laughs> they are gay! Okay, so in the movie, <laughs> I think that they're honestly saying that they're not gay. But they but definitely But at the same time, are. They are, they're like, no, these are gay guys. It's a camper full of shirtless boys. Sleeping together. Yes. And I've been, I've been to summer camp. And this doesn't happen. Is that happen. what happens? No, that's what I'm saying. Okay. This doesn't I was happen. Like, oh God, it's not Chris, just how boys behave. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. I'm sheltered. I don't know. Maybe it is. So we. There were no are shirtless boys in my bed growing up. I'll tell you that much. That's probably good, Chris. That's good. Yeah. 
speak for yourself. That's why you're so well balanced. Mm -hmm. And so we get back to Joshua. Joshua is opening this movie with an excellent and not important sequence where we get to learn about goblins and how goblins exist and they make people eat green goo um, and then they turn into vegetable matter and then they eat the vegetable matter. But an important plot point is that um, they don't have to look like goblins. They'll just kind of chase you until they get tired of doing that and then they'll turn into like a sexy lady with freckles drawn on her face and seduce you. Right. And so but for they that's like plan B. That is always plan B. Right. They always try to just chase you down first. But so that is how the movie starts. So we don't we don't open on the family. We open on this boy who we never see again. Um running around in the woods in a Robin Hood hat. Yep. Being chased by these vicious goblins. Yes. Falls down. Mask. And is awoken to this girl with the worst worst fake freckles i've ever seen like just she didn't need them no she did though right <laughs> she, she needed them <laughs> but she did turns out she's a goblin that he was like she like put him under a spell or whatever they fed him the stuff he turns into a plant and they eat him and it's actually the grandpa telling a story to this little boy mm-hmm. but was grandpa there kate but was he <laughs> the hell grandpa the hell grandpa <laughs> so grandpa um is scaring this poor little boy in this room full of um, licensed characters that they definitely do not have the rights to have. And th- he had a banner for almost every sports team in America. Yeah, this guy was just like, little boys like baseball, right? Give me like all of the baseball like, banners. They like all sports, For every yes. team. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There were so many things that they definitely did not have the right to have in their movie. But they didn't no. expect people to watch it. He's holding a Tasmanian devil to- doll. There's like Bugs Bunny. There's Superman. There's Batman. All in the same scene. All in- oh, there's a there's a basketball, a brand name basketball, all in the same shot. Right. And they're like, no one's gonna. What are they- What are you gonna do? Right. But the point is that you open this movie and your first thought is like, oh, it's just a bad version of a Princess Bride. Of the pr- of the Princess <laughs> Bride. Yes. Very That's much all it is from the Princess Bride. And so the little boy is like, oh, my God, goblins. Mom comes in and is like, what are you screaming about, Joshua? And he's like, oh, I was just talking to Grandpa. <gasps> I mean. Grandpa's gone. He was never there. Grandpa's gone. Grandpa was never there. And so mom sits down. It's like, listen, Grandpa has been dead for like, Grandpa Seth has been dead for like six months. And even I, his daughter, <laughs> have to let him go. So you, as much as you loved him, you need to banish him from your mind. Literally, direct quote. Her lines are terrible. Her delivery is worse. It's worse. She's like the least compassionate, least considerate mother I've ever seen in any movie ever. And I think that's saying something. You need to banish him from your mind, kid. That was six months ago. That was six months ago. Grow the hell I'm up. over my dead father. He's <laughs> yeah. burning in hell now. <laughs> He's in hell. We'll get to it later, but. There's like some unclear. Unclear if Grandpa's like, a good guy or not. Yeah, <laughs> unclear if he's a good person. Okay. Meanwhile, she goes downstairs. We get to meet sexy Dennis' dad, who's like, "Can't wait to live life as a farmer." Wait, first he's on the phone saying, "All right, are you gonna be able to take care of the business?" All right, cool. <laughs> Hangs up the phone. Yeah. Then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna go have life on a farmer." And Mom's like, "Hey, our kid's like talking to my dead dad." He's like, well, I had an imaginary kid, imaginary friend when I was a kid. Like, it's no big deal. And mom's like, yeah, but it wasn't your dead grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the most lucid thing she says in the, in the entire, entire movie. movie. <laughs> but they let go that like, they let go of that real quick. 
they do. The last they just like tether connecting them to reality. Of reality, I know. Instantly they just sliced. sever it. And she just <laughs> yes. looks him in the eye and she's like, who are the goblins? Yes! Cut scene. We don't hear his answer. <laughs> hey, Michael, who are the goblins? Cue young teenage girl exercise montage. <laughs> Which is not a thing. Do they think that's a stereotype? I don't know. Like a girl in a leotard lifting 10-pound weights and chewing gum? I think the director had probably seen a singular 80s movie and was like, no, this is what they do. This is how Americans This do. is Americans. <laughs> yeah, Americans. So we get to see her pumping weights and listening to her Walkman and chewing metal, you know, teenage girl stuff. Yep. Mom's watching her and rolls her eyes and says, you know, oh, teens. Yeah. And walks out. <laughs> teens doing their teen stuff. Right. Meanwhile, we get to meet the most complex character in the movie, which is Holly's boyfriend, Elliot. He is the most complex character. He is, right? (laughs) Now that I think about it, he definitely has the most depth. He does. Which is not saying anything. No, it is not. It is not. So Elliot climbs through the second floor window with all of his five friends. But he says nothing. She doesn't know he's there. He says nothing. He greets her by standing over her smiling, and then she um, punches him in the testicles, to which he responds, what are you trying to do? Turn me into a homo? <laughs> I hate him. He's terrible. But he's, but what are you trying headcanon, to do? Turn me into a homo? Headcanon is he's actually a very closeted homosexual. Oh, yeah. You'd have to be Can to we agree on that? Like that. He ha- exactly. Okay. So... Holly's like, yeah, actually, I already think you're a homo because it feels weird saying homo. Because but you're dating these line. five guys. Yes, because she's like, basically, Holly and Elliot's beef throughout this entire movie is he, Holly and her dad. Her dad has beef about it, too. I don't understand. It's like, you need to choose. <laughs> you need to choose. It's either me or your friends. To which Elliot, of course, is like, what's wrong with having friends? <laughs> yeah. Which, What's wrong with having multiple gay lovers? Yeah. (laughs) What's wrong with that, Holly? What's wrong with that? And she's Elliot's like, what's wrong with having friends? To which Holly replies, nothing. If you want to remain a virgin for life. Exactly. (laughs) Like one of those testicleless homos, I guess. (laughs) Those castrated eunuch homos. Yeah. Huh. Those. It's a different perspective. I mean, it was a different time. It was the 90s. You're right. It's so true. <laughs> it was so different. So true. And then they make up very quickly. And Elliot's like, hey, I'm going to come with you on your parents, uninvited to your family vacation. And she's okay, like, yeah. Tell my family, you're coming with us tomorrow. And she's like, but don't bring your boys. And he's like, cool. Totes won't. He's like, I would never. <laughs> I would never do that because I'm not gay. Yeah. I'm definitely I not. choose you. Yeah. And then they all show up in the window. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. Perfect. So the next morning, we're in the van. Holly's sobbing because he never showed up. We have the dad delivering this very stilted pseudo-Southern dialogue where he's, like, calling Elliot her beau, which is not a thing Southern people say. Or anyone then, right? No one (laughs) says that. But Holly's really upset. And so to soothe Holly, the mom turns to Joshua. Oh, God. (laughs) Joshua, Joshua, sing that song. Start you know singing. that song? Start, Joshua, start singing. He's like, what? And she's like, sing that song. To which he says, row, row. <laughs> and then they all You start, know that song. Yeah. 
And they all start singing, like, at different times in totally different octaves. And it's just like, yeah. it's such a cluster. Oh, my God. There's not a, not a single thing goes right in this movie. <laughs> not a single thing. They can't even sing Row, Row Your Boat. And I don't understand um, why the family waited. She's like, she just woke up in the morning. She's like, hey, my boyfriend, whom you all hate, is coming on our vacation with us. And they're like, yeah, I guess. My we'll, homosexual boyfriend. Yeah, I guess we'll stay for another two hours and wait for him to show up. They do. They do. They do. I don't. They take, they love Holly in their own weird way. Yeah. So then we get, right? so then we get objectively the best scene in the movie. By that, I mean by film quality, not the most enjoyable, but the best film quality <laughs> scene like, of the this movie. This is not the best scene. Which is just them driving. And it's just, you see the car <laughs> driving through the mountains. And you're just it like, is wow, this is almost a real movie at this moment. No, it's not. It is very clearly the director in a flatbed in the car in front of it's them. That's true. Shakily filming them driving down the road. And yet it's the best cinematography they manage. It literally is <laughs> because like there's mountains and you're like that's kind of nice yeah, that's pretty there's grass this is a weird synth <laughs> background but it works it works you have to enjoy the little things in this movie yeah so then um so they get to grandpa seth <laughs> no we're not there yet what grandpa seth is a hitchhiker oh my god you're right the road and joshua who is the only person who sees his devil grandpa might be from hell, might not be from hell, unclear. Probably is. Pop out of the pop out of the car, rush up to him. Grandpa's like, dude, you can't let them go to Nilbog. Like it's bad. Like they'll die. Like don't let them go. Don't let them go. And then um, they're like, Joshua, who are you talking to? What the hell? And it's just this crusty old homeless man. Like you're gonna give me a ride. Yeah, it's just like this hitchhiker. Yeah. I'm like Joshua, could you just get back in the car? <laughs> Yes. And he's like, and sorry, then, I thought it was our undead grandpa. I thought it was grandpa. They're like, that kid's fine. They're up. like, that's not better. <laughs> that's not better at all. So they're driving down the road, and then we get to see Elliot, who Holly, while she's going 80 miles an hour down this road, hears him calling to her from, from like outside of the car. From hundreds of feet yes. away. <laughs> down yeah, a hundreds hill. Hundreds of yards away. Down a hill in a camper, calling to her while she's in a car driving down the road. Looks. It's him. In a camper, he came to see her. With all of his lovers. He brought his boys. And so she flips him off through her moving car, and he sees And they see that somehow, (laughs) because they all have supervision. (laughs) They do. Everyone has supervision. And we'll talk about the supervision. They do it later, too. I don't know if you picked up whenever dad's like, yes, whenever the dad's like, oh, it's Holly with that good for nothing. And they're like two miles away from the camper. Yeah, and then they show them driving down the road, and you're like, I can't see that. No one's outside the camper. (laughs) Yes. They have supernatural abilities. But yes, we get to Nilbog. Continue. So we get to Nilbog. Goblin spelled backwards. Finally. Yes. Which is amazing. Like you think that these goblins would have taken taken over a normal town or something and just kept the name. Why name it Nilbog? It's more clever that way, Chris. You wouldn't get it. I Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know it was Goblin backwards. I did. <laughs> Not immediately because I didn't know what they were saying. Anyways. He didn't know. So they get to Nilbog. And they pull up to this little house, and there's the most unhappy, unfriendly family who is the mirror image of them standing outside. Except for from like from varying decades, like the the kid has a newsy cap on. Yeah, they're not and like suspenders. Yeah, I don't I don't really know what's going on here. I don't know what they're going for. No, which I guess but works. But it's important to know. Yeah. It's important to note that all of these people have um, a four-leaf clover, 
like on their face like a scar but it's like a weird like makeup plaster scar that like loosely looks like a four-leaf clover but i would not have called it one unless they had specifically called it that in the movie which they do they 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 spoon feed you every clue in this movie right but i don't know what they're trying to allude to because there are no trolls in this movie there are also no leprechauns so i don't really know why the goblins all have four-leaf clovers on their skin you have to pick one dude you can't have all three but they you know what i'm not going to tell him what to do because he made a fabulous movie (laughs) yep so what do i know yeah what do we know maybe this is just above all of our intellects (laughs) i don't i don't get it i'll be the first one i'm just so that's the family that they're exchanging with evidently And so the family, like, (laughs) Michael, the dad, is, like, telling them, like, oh, you know, have fun in our home. It has all the (laughs) The modern conveniences. It's got a a refrigerator. It's got a microwave. (laughs) There's an oven. There's a dishwasher. All of this is while they're walking away from Like, not speaking to him at all. (laughs) We have a blender. And then he's like. A food processor. (laughs) Et cetera. And he's like, like, thank God you did not list out. All of the appliances in your home. I wanted him to keep going. Yeah, I'll be honest. Keep going. I was like, no, what else do you have? It sounds very well equipped. So they get, let me know. So the, Paint a picture. <laughs> so they get in the car and then the little boy throws young Joshua a baseball. I'm like, oh, that's cute. With icing on it. But there's icing on it. And somehow the, the icing <laughs> did not get smeared <laughs> ever. <laughs> and it, what does it say? Um, eat them before. Eat. We eat no, you. it's like eat the food and then we're going to eat. It lays it out very clearly. It's like eat the food and then we're going to eat you. Right. The goblin, the goblins are not subtle. Like they almost they're like hiding, but they're not. They want you to know, hey, like we're going to eat you. Yeah. Like, but also like we're, we're, we're not bad people and we're not goblins, but we're goblins and we're going to eat you. Right. Explicitly. Yes. So they go inside and there's the weirdest. Like setting of food on the table and a pitcher of green fluid yeah and they're like ah this is the farmer country hospitality we were expecting i'm like that's that's not what this is that's not <laughs> what that is that's not what people don't people do don't that. do that right also all of the food has green icing on it which should be suspicious that should be suspicious to you. But they're all like, oh, it's wonderful. Like, like they're picking up these weird cake-looking things, and they're just going to take a bite out of it. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I cannot identify no. that food. I like the corn with the, the icing. The corn with just a like, strip of green icing on it. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> but here comes Grandpa knocking on the window. Yes, Grandpa Seth. He Joshua walks over and he's like, Grandpa, what's going on? Grandpa stops time. He like snaps his fingers, and everyone freezes. And he's like, you have got to stop them from eating that because they're going to be killed. Because you're in the kingdom of the goblins. Also, you have 30 seconds. Right. And let's let's remind everyone, we don't know why the grandpa knows anything. No. Oh, oh, and you're never going to know. You're, ne- <laughs> you're never going to know why the grandpa knows anything about goblins. We don't know how he died or what his story was. We just know that he yeah, seems we don't know who to know he about is. goblins. And he really likes Molotov cocktails. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we know a little bit we'll get there but so then joshua walks around he looks each of his family members in the eye he stares them down and you can almost for see 10 he, seconds you each. can also you can kind of see him like wondering like should i save them <laughs> he's like <laughs> i tried don't to they you. deserve it you a little listen. bit yeah <laughs> you didn't listen but then he's like no i do need to stop them but how do i stop them from eating there's like 
literally food in each of their mouths at this point. And he's like, you know what? <laughs> Only one option. Unzips his pants, and then we're led to believe that he urinates all over the food. And because the <laughs> food their was faces? literally... Yeah, almost in their mouths. He must have peed just on them. Yeah, he was ready to go. He's like, I got a full he was, bladder. He's got to <laughs> save the family. I think it's important to note that, as um, you can probably have guessed by the budget, they don't have any effects where they're actually like freezing the actors, like you would see in you know a normal movie. No, they're just holding still. <laughs> Very poorly. Yeah, like his glass is like shaking. You can see the the liquid moving. <laughs> It's so bad. But now we get to go to my one of my favorite lines. One of the most favorite lines of the whole movie where dad Iconic. is carrying. Well, this is also a great line, but dad is carrying Joshua up the stairs, pissed off. And he's like, rah, 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 rah. And you see the mom for no reason, just shouting up the stairs. Don't hit him, Michael. Michael, for the love of God, please don't hit him. And you're just like, oh, my God, has he abused? He's clearly abused him yes! before. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then, so Michael goes upstairs with Joshua and is like showing him the the doors. Creepy, yeah, the door, <laughs> the doors that have their names written on them, so they know like which door is whose. And it's like, you see this? This is called hospitality. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he throws Joshua under his bed and is like, and you can't piss on hospitality. <laughs> I won't allow it. Then he starts to like undo his belt, and you're like, holy shit, he is gonna <laughs> He's beat about him. to beat this kid. But he doesn't. He just tightens it. And he's like, I have to tighten my belt one one, one more loop to <laughs> stifle the hunger pains. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think. That's not a thing. I don't think that's going to help you at all. Also, why didn't you guys pack food? They brought no food. They clearly didn't eat were beforehand. You, as we learned later. They were planning later. on them to feed them? They were, plan- they were planning on a fully stocked pantry. <laughs> full of like, Well, our house has all of the appliances. Country so. food. Yeah, from the farm. There is no farm in this movie. There's no farm. There's no plot. There's nothing. There's just but spoiled milk. There's a lot of spoiled milk. So Joshua got what he wanted to get done. He's like, my family doesn't appreciate me. I pissed on that and saved their lives. Like, this isn't fair. And he starts looking around at these crude, weird cartoons of goblins that are decorating the house. to the walls. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, this is interesting interior design. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so then it's so then it's like bedtime, right? And this is when Grandpa shows up again. I can't. He shows up so many times, probably. Yeah. Well, he because he shows up for the girl, the little. He shows up for Holly. Oh no! We go back to the boys now. Oh right! Yeah, we have to check in on so the on the homosexual. You have to check in on wagon. the boys. So we find out that the boys, Elliot's friends, da have boys. been lured here on a very false pretense that Nilbog is full of. Hot, liberated young women. Yes. Scandally clad. This town that they have repeatedly told us has a population of 28. 26. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave them too much credit. <laughs> um, they're upset because they're like, where are all the hot women? Meanwhile, they're parked in the woods in a camp. They're not in the town. They're yeah. not in the town. They're literally in the woods. And they're like, where are all the women? Yes. And we get to see one of the characters like steps outside and is like stretching and looking around. And this girl... And in like a toga, I want to say it's a toga. I think she's wearing a shirt that was like ripped. I don't know. It looked Unclear like a toga. What she's wearing. But she's running past their campsite, yeah. um, screaming. Right. And he's he chases after her, 
And so now she's running from whatever she's running from, plus him. He's like, finally. And he, and he, yeah, he's like, (laughs) these women. So he's chasing her, despite her clearly saying, I don't want you anywhere near me. So he's like, well, watch this. Tackles her to the ground. Right. He's like, you don't ignore me. (laughs) (laughs) And she's fine Um, with it. She's like, who are you? Like, what's, like, they're after me. And he's like. She's like, are you one of them? Are you a human? He's like, want me to show you? <laughs> no, no one wants that. No, I, I don't want to see that. And so then cue several small angry goblins. <laughs> yes, I love them. The sa- they're the same eight. There are eight goblin masks pretty much. Right. For this, the same ones for the whole movie. Right. And they're there. They've clearly been chasing her. They had her at one point because her clothes are in tatters. Or maybe that's just from running through the woods. I don't know. Or maybe someone else tackled her. And this guy who has no reason to be brave about anything. (laughs) No, no. Decides that he's going to be a man about the situation. And he walks up to all of them, which, you know what? I don't care who you are. This is a weird scenario to try to be brave about, right? Like, there's all these, like, weird little creatures who have terrifyingly disgusting faces. We're holding these weird spears. This girl's clearly terrified, like... And he just, like, gives them this macho speech about how if they don't back off, he's going to, like, show them show what a man boss. does. And it's just mm-hmm. like, are you serious? He's like, okay, I met I met a girl. Yeah. I, this is the only shot I got. He's like, look how big my dick is. I will literally die trying to get this girl to date me. And he does. Don't worry. Yep. I mean, now that I think about it, what happens to her? Oh, she gets eaten, remember? They're eating her. Oh, you're then right. Then they're going to oh, no, eat right. me. <laughs> you're right. She does. Okay. I totally forgot about Lavender. Yeah. Very important, Chris. But where does she come from? Oh, that's never explained. Where did she come from? She's one of Nilbog's many tourists. Right. <laughs> just touring the area. Right. So they just start running. And again, there are three locations in this town. Yes. There is where the campsite, where the camper is parked. There is the house that they're staying in. And then there is the next one, which is... This building in the middle of nowhere. It's not in the woods. It doesn't explain how they get there. And it's a house, but it looks like a chapel. It's very clearly an old chapel. Yeah, it's like an old church. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And so they they go in, and they meet the best actor in this whole movie. Right. Because um, they're, like, carried in, right? Because the goblins, like, speared the kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, he I'm a man. Speared. Like, yeah, okay. Spear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spear. So they are stumbling around. Um, they go into the chapel in the woods. They meet... <laughs> Dru- the Dru- the Goblin Queen slash Druid slash Stonehenge Princess. I don't know who she is. I can't explain her. Credence Leonor Gilgood. Right. That's her name. And she is so extra. <laughs> she is the most extra actress I've ever she seen. Was born she for actually this role. she is actually enjoyable. Like I actually enjoy when she's on screen because it's almost like she gets it. Like she knows what this movie is gonna be and no one else yeah, does. She knows that it's trash. She <laughs> knows it is. She's like, Oh, I'm going all out. Yeah. She's like hilarious. Like there's no way she's not intending to be hilarious. There's she has to be. I just refuse to believe that she's being serious. No, she Everyone can't else be. is being overtly serious. They're being very serious. Yes, they're being very serious. But you're right. I think she is the only person I think she's onto it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think she knows. So she is hideous and terrifying and overacting and very, like, vaudeville and weird. And she has these cups of, obviously, just cups of dry ice that she <laughs> gives them. 
It's sap. She gives them to drink. It's sap. It's the color of sap, which is bright green. She gives it to them, and she's like, drink this, and you'll feel better. Obviously, this girl drinks it, doesn't feel better. She has a very, very prolonged death scene where she climbs up the stairs. Why, though? Because it's (laughs) off-screen, Chris. And so she she can transform into a plant there because it's off-screen. So she climbs up the stairs. Turns into a plant. But does she? I, it, <laughs> she turns into goo. She turns she into melts. goo that they keep calling it's a plant. And all the goblins come out of nowhere and they um, eat it. Yeah, they, they start the feasting great, on her goo body. Your goo body. Let me get the, oh my God. <laughs> right, yeah. With the fly What a on wonderful his face. scene. If you watch nothing else, just like this scene is all over YouTube. You can just watch it's it. Worth it's worth it. It's a meme. It's worth It's a meme. It's great. And um, the other guy, the guy who's trying to impress her, is like, well, she's dead. This isn't going to work. But then he has been bolted to the pot by the director. So he's going to be stuck there for a while because he's turning into a plant. But differently? But that's Yeah, that's what I don't get. Like, you have two choices when you eat the green stuff. You either become an actual tree. Immediately. Or you turn into goo. At random times. And there's no, like, there's no different in, like, rate. Yeah, like, you, you just, like... Be, it's like you were predestined to become one of the two, and it's just whichever was more convenient for the scene. Yeah, exactly. Like we used all the goo. We're out of goo. Tree person? I guess. <laughs> Works for me. Works for me. Anyway, so flashback to Josh. Right. Joshua. Yes. So he has snuck away from home. Well, he, he goes with the dad to get groceries the next day because they haven't eaten in two days. Right, and they have which no Which is weird because they've the only been there for one except day. Except several jugs of completely spoiled milk. Peculiar. Which is never explained. It's never explained. I'm honestly astounded that you expected one. It keeps me awake at night. They don't explain entire characters. I don't know why they would explain the milk. Because <laughs> there's so much milk. I don't know. So, I think it's because, again, like vegetarians can drink milk. But nothing else. Is that the else. point they were trying to make? Because there's no food in the... Because, w- like, when they get to the store, right? And we get the guy from the mental institution. Um, yes. There's no food at all. Except you can see in the background that there's, like, several jugs of Gatorade. <laughs> yes, you can see the Gatorade. <laughs> but, like, so they get there and there's absolutely no food except for unrefrigerated milk. And it's like, oh, well, that's what vegetarians eat. Human-plant combo. Milk. And milk. <laughs> Those are your options fucking hippies yeah <laughs> it's not even good milk they drink spoiled milk <laughs> it's not even good. so they go josh and his dad go to the store josh is forgiven for peeing on stuff they go to the store quite quickly to get food very quickly he urinated on all the of their store. food and now they're starving <laughs> <laughs> like come on josh let's go for a stroll <laughs> and the store is closed and they have no food and they're just taking it very well considering they haven't eaten for two days which is weird because they've only been in this town for less than a day so i don't know why they didn't eat the day before unexplained and Uh, don't expect unexplained so dad falls asleep reading a vegetable cookbook outside of the (laughs) outside of the general store conveniently placed i just imagine reading out the book like things you'll need for this recipe a dash of salt a human body (laughs) turned into three gallons of milk gallons (laughs) of spoiled milk and he's like huh clever never Uh, thought of farm life farm life their lives are just like the us. ancestors. This must be paleo <laughs> that I keep hearing about. <laughs> it must be paleo. Josh sneaks away because he sees a, a broken down garage. And he sees like well, the, the car of the family. 
Yeah. That was supposed to have left. The car of the exchange family. He sees their car and he's like, what? And he skateboards his little 90s boy way over there. And they're having a goblin church sermon. Well, before that, though, like in front of the store, he looks in. He looks at the car. Oh, I missed the, the very mirror, important Because right? he's trying to talk to grandpa. Because grandpa yeah, communicates via mirrors now. But but no, he doesn't, though. Like He doesn't. <laughs> It's not a thing. But he thinks he does, right? Because the grandpa was in the once, was in Holly's mirror, he did. right? Yeah, once he did. So he's talking to the mirror, like the rear view mirror on the car, and then he sees the sign for Nilbog, the street sign, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's Goblin." <laughs> yeah, they spoon feed that to us. Yeah, they're like, "In case you didn't clearly. pick that one up." <laughs> Do you get it now? Do you get it? It's about Go- goblins. Try to keep up, audience. It's about goblins. And you're like, "Okay, got it." Main, main feature check. goblins. Troll? 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 No trolls. No trolls here. But you're like, yeah, so maybe they'll get to it later. So, so, so then he goes and, so he's, yeah, he sees yes. the car. He sees the car. He goes over to the church ceremony that's a goblin church ceremony where they're talking about the evils of eating meat. Which is not done in the building that is a church. No, it's done in the um It's like garage. a rundown auto body shop. Yeah. Yes. Obviously. And he gets caught, and they're trying to make him eat. They call it ice cream, but it isn't. I, we should just, yeah. So they all stand around him, and they make him eat, like, this mayonnaise soup that's poisoned to turn him into a vegetable, I guess. Right. Dad comes and is like, hey, I'm going to take my kid back, and they leave. And they're like, what are you doing with our child? And they're like, we're trying to give him ice cream. A, every, every child loves ice cream. And he's like. We're force feeding him ice cream. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So now we go back to the boys because we miss them. We miss we miss our boys. We miss the boys. And so one of the boys, the tall boy. But this is this is where we see them naked sleeping together. Yes. Yeah. Drew wakes up and is like, we don't have any milk or coffee. You know, the two things you need when you go camping. Right. And we see Elliot naked or at least shirtless in the bed. With the other boy, with like red satin sheets or some shit, like they were, like, they were like, you could tell that they had just rolled out of an intimate embrace. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, could you hose get out of bed? We don't have any milk." <laughs> yeah, they just roll right past that into the milk emergency. Yeah, exactly. So this kid, he goes out of the camper and he starts traveling, running down the street, in no particular direction for the milk hunt. Yeah. The, sh- the creepiest sheriff in the world pulls him over. <sighs> He's so creepy. Pulls him over. He's like, what are you doing? Good looking. Good, yeah. <laughs> he gets in the car. The sheriff gives him a sandwich because he looks hungry. The sandwich is a hamburger bun with nothing but green icing in between it. And he's like, yeah, this is normal. Yeah. The boy accepts it because he's an he's idiot. Like, this is standard police procedure. Standard. <laughs> it's, it's a rural town. Yeah. It's that so, country life. The kid gets out of the car at the general store, and he's like, hey, sheriff, um, where are all the girls at? <laughs> I love this part. <laughs> and the sheriff just goes, ha, the girls. <laughs> and then just, like, laughs and rolls the Slams window Slams it and into reverse. <laughs> I absolutely love that. He goes into the general store. We get this hilarious exchange where he's asking, you know, the creepy mental patient, do you sell, like, eggs? And the guy's like, bleh, eggs. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, bake it. And he's like, what? We're vegetarian in Nilbog. And he's like, well, okay. 
And so he gives him the free spoiled milk. He's like, it's free. Just take it. It's fine. It's a milk. milk. I'm not feeling great because I ate an icing sandwich at like noon. Yeah. So and I'm going to go. And I think it's turning me into a plant right now. So, <laughs> so I'm going to excuse myself. So he goes and he's stopped by the creepy townspeople who are all like weird cowboys. They stop him, give him great directions. They say, hey, your friend was looking for you. Oh, yeah. They've not been looking for their friend who's been missing. No. They're just joking. Since like, yesterday. Oh, he's, he's probably deflowering a nil body. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy stops and is like, hey, your friend has a message for you. He says <laughs> to meet him in the house that looks like an old church. And the kid's like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, that he seems walks away. <laughs> standard. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, yeah, it's about a, it's about a mile through the woods. In any direction yeah, you pick. Just it's fine. Go into the woods. It's, in, it's a mile away. <laughs> so he's running through the woods. He's getting tired. So he stops to drink the milk he's been running with. Gross. It's not great. And he's like, oh, God. That's what this was a mistake. Stumbles into the church because it's there. Because he, he walked a mile and that's where they right, didn't right. lie. There's a, that's where it is. There's a funny detail about this character that I find really thrilling, which is that he's wearing a yellow T-shirt throughout the entire yeah. movie but what you might not have noticed uh, is that he's not always wearing the exact same yellow t-shirt because the first so like he was like if you notice the first shirt he's wearing has a logo on it and then apparently he lost the shirt at some point during filming and instead of just redoing the what two scenes that he had been in at that point they just bought like, him no. a different <laughs> yellow shirt and it looks they had probably it does not look nothing the same like the other one uh, well, I didn't but he's like supposed to, but it's like a time has not passed in the movie, you know? I don't think this producer was a real stickler for continuity. I'm just going to go ahead and assume I don't think anyone that. was. No. 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 <laughs> so he goes in the church. We get a weird scene. So he sees that his friends What? A plant. weird scene? Oh, my <laughs> God. And up to this point, we were in a state of lucid clarity. Everything made sense. We have the... um. The plant friend who's like, he's a plant, but he's just like, all right, get me out of here. And he's like, I can't. You're in a pot. And he's like, I don't care. Like, just push me. Like, he's actually so a tree. Like, he has a trunk. He has branches he has coming out of him. He is still holding the mug, and that has a tree growing from it as well. I feel he's, like they felt that was very clever. He has bark it over wasn't. his face that they, like, peel yeah, off. Ripped off. And he bleeds sap. <laughs> Green, Green sap. And yes. the goblin queen slash druid stonehenge princess comes in just smacks the crap out of this kid she he lands on the bed she backhands him like yeah. three feet <laughs> more than that yeah. like several yards actually and then pretty much cuts down the tree guy and feeds it to the other one yeah and she's like oh don't worry it's just a tickle and i'm like oh my god that's horrific and then she starts sawing him and he starts laughing i'm like oh my god it He's is like tickling him giggling she was honest yeah, I feel like they were like, we're worried about what our rating will be if we actually, like... Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's a horror film, though. this kid, is it? Yeah. But we don't anyway, ever really see what happens him. to the rest of him. Like, is no, she we just, just assume... Is she cutting him off the just, ankles, or what? I think she I think she just made, like, the one smoothie from him. Yeah. I don't know. We need to get to the popcorn. I am restless. Oh, my God. You need to chill out. <laughs> no, I. it's the best. So... They're, all right, they, those, those people are dead. Their plants are soup. They're whatever. It doesn't matter. Now It really doesn't, people. We, it doesn't matter. So now, back at the house, back to the third set. Yeah. We have... Um, oh, my God. No. Oh, <laughs> the, 
the druid lady in the house. We forgot that. Because <laughs> she's talking to the tree boy. And she has this cake. And she's like, I have made this cake an ancient recipe with organic nettles. It's nettles? literally like a sheet cake from Costco. <laughs> circular with like like crappy discount green tube frosting on the side. That says like eat up on this it. Is, yeah, it says welcome. Welcome. Yeah. It's made from organic nettles. And so she br- and she <laughs> she just she shows up in their house. <laughs> in the house. In the house. And she's like in the kitchen and she's handing the cake to the mom and she's like, I am your neighbor. She's like, okay. I've made this cake for you. It's tradition. And then the daughter walks by the doorway and she's like, who's that hot piece of meat? Yeah, literally. <laughs> she turns around she's, she's like, like oh, damn. She's very, she does. She's like, oh, your daughter, your daughter is very provocative. Provocative. And the mom's like, what did you just say? <laughs> she's like, and she's me. like, she's delicious. And I'm like, oh, that's better. <laughs> yeah. And mom's like, all right, this is fine. There's a child predator in my home. Thank you for the cake. We are starving. <laughs> you're, you're, you'll, you'll fit in just great here. Do they ever address the cake? No. Because they never eat it. No, they're starving, but at least they have the common sense not to eat cake that the child predator brought over. Yeah. <laughs> but not the cake that everyone else brings later. We'll get there. No. Well, I think we're there now because now it's like party time. You're right. <laughs> it's party time. All the townspeople have prepared a surprise party to apologize for force feeding ice cream to Joshua. Yeah, Michael and Josh get back to the house. The entire town they beat, beat them, them there. They beat them there. They beat them there. With like dozens of confectionery goods covered in green icing. Yes. And the mom's they like, are playing oh my one God. folk song. They made us a f- they made us a feast. It's literally like four cakes. It's a wheat Again, feast. it's it's all they're all cakes and like a couple jugs of that weird green liquid. The Kool-Aid's back. Yeah. yeah. And they're like And amazing. that's whenever Yes. And that's when and they're playing the same folk song over and over and over and over again that has no words. No words. And clapping. Yes. And Joshua goes upstairs because he's, st- he's like, I'm not giving up on this mirror thing. Tries to call Grandpa Seth. Instead, the druid lady pops out. Right. Only it's it's not her. She turns into a goblin. Right. So that's why I think she is a goblin, but I don't it's, know. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, she gets her hand chopped up because Grandpa Seth is suddenly there and corporeal. Yeah. Real life. And has an axe. And cuts the hand off. And they abandon the axe. They're like, oh, we don't need that anymore. Used, don't need that. <laughs> used its usefulness. And so they send the witch back, and then she goes, and there's like a stone, a glowing stone from Stonehenge, allegedly, in this church. Yes. She just shoves her arm in there, and it grows a new hand back. And she's like, thank you, master of Stonehenge. Okay. So Grandpa's here in in the corporeal, in the flesh, and he's like, all right, we've got to take care of these goblins before they kill your family. Here's a Molotov cocktail. I've got the fire extinguisher. Let's go. So they they go, and they light one of the goblins on fire yeah the the priest goblin who yes. is the who, one who tells us that grandpa's maybe not a great guy yes shouts at grandpa and is like why don't you go back to hell He's like, I banish you need to you, go yeah. back to hell yes i banish you back to hell and it works and so grandpa's like yeah grandpa's being banished actively banished and joshua's like grandpa are you really from hell yeah <laughs> we never do get an answer don't get an answer so the jig is up. The family is like, oh, okay, these are actually goblins because whenever they extinguish the guy who the kid lit on fire, right. they're like, your behavior's out of control, kid. And they're like, oh, shit, it's a goblin. It's a goblin. To which the goblins are just like, okay, the jig is up. Like, we're not, they're like, oh, that was one of us because we are goblins. Right. 
So then they all just yes. run back inside. No one yes. feigns to stop them. And then they just have a holdout for a while. They have to, they have a holdout for a really long time. And so the goblins, that's when the goblins are like, hey, also we made you these sandwiches. You need to eat them so that we don't have to eat you or we don't have to kill you because then we'll have to soak your meat. And it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Let us kill you the easy way. They all are in the house and they're like, okay, let's have a grandpa seance. Yeah, they're like, we need grandpa. We can't talk to him. <laughs> let's perform a seance. Let's just have a seance because we need a seance scene. Perfect. Because it's a horror film. Because it's a horror movie. Right. So they, they get they get Grandpa Seth. He's like, okay, I can become physical for exactly 10 minutes. And we're like, that's very specific. <laughs> also, you've been physical randomly throughout this yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> don't give us this shit. Don't. This sounds like just you have like a show coming on or something. Right. Like yeah. He's like, I got, I got a real. place to pee. We're having yeah. a party down here <laughs> in hell, so we can only do this for 10 minutes. And so he gives Joshua, who is, I guess, the savior of this family, he gives him a paper bag, and he's like, this is a secret weapon. Like, only use it when you really need it. And he's like, when will I know? And he's like, oh, you'll know. And then goblins start breaking into the house and, like, chasing them up and down the stairs, right. just kind of like Scooby-Doo right. style. Well, Josh gets teleported to the church, and yeah, he and Grandpa gone. are going to try to destroy the stone literally just by touching it. And their they goodness will destroy it. The goblins but, are in the house. Yes. And they're chasing them down. And then we have we, we have the popcorn scene somewhere interspersed in here. Quite randomly, I'll say. We should talk about the popcorn scene. We, okay. So one of our boys is still there. The remaining boy that isn't Elliot. Because right, Elliot's in the house with them right now. Because, because the father displayed supervision and brought them back. While, while they were on yes. their way back to the house before the feast. The remaining boy is still in the rv watching television and the most peculiar show comes on the witch has also since become hot she's become very attractive temporarily only temporarily for this purpose this is this is the only reason we have a tv show come on there's like some sort of sultry music and you just see the witch sauntering through the path in the woods holding a single ear of corn which she is seductively waving back and forth <laughs> towards the TV. And then she gets close to the camera and she's like, come outside. It's real. And he's like, hmm, suspicious. I'm going to check outside. Sounds legit enough. Opens yeah. the door. There she is with ear of corn in hand. Corn and all. He invites her in. She reveals to him her scantily scantily clad legs. What is going on here? <laughs> You forgot her corn holster. Oh my god, her corn holster. <laughs> As she is about to climb into the camper, she looks around. As if anyone's going to see her. Yeah, and then tucks the corn into like a little holster in her waist. It's like a gun holster, but for the corn. <laughs> for, for Oh my god. She comes in and she's like offering him the corn, like waving it at him. And it's like, aren't you hungry? She's like, we're going to have sex. But we should eat but first to build up some strength. We, I, and he's like, I don't really like <laughs> corn. He's like, I like popcorn. And she's like, well, then we just need to heat it up. And we get the most <laughs> disturbing like makeout scene where they're both making out with the corn at they're the same time. The and she's like mounted him. And then they just like popcorn starts splatting towards them, like being thrown at them from a, from off like buckets of Intern thrown cop- popcorn. Right. Is- Huge amounts of popcorn. The vast majority of the b- of the budget was spent on all of this popcorn. You're right. Redenbacher budget. You're, You're right. right. <laughs> so they get 
buried in popcorn, essentially. And then we cut back to the family. <laughs> and that scene is never again explained. And the boy doesn't die. No. We just get a quick scene later of him, like, eating popcorn. I'm just like, no more popcorn. Yeah, he just emerges from it. And he's like, I don't <laughs> want any more popcorn, please. He's, like, buried in it. <laughs> That's the whole scene. So, and listeners, if you have an interpretation of that, if you know something I don't, please let me know. What does popcorn mean to you? What does it mean? Is it an innuendo? I think that the costume designer who did 80s porn just, like, got her hands on that script and just tweaked stuff. Oh, my God. So Okay, like, Okay, perfect, but what if there's corn? So here's the thing, though. So not only is the script incoherent, barely in English, the actors are terrible, they also received each scene on a scene-by-scene basis. I they know. never had the full script. So every scene, they just get the scene script. And it's not filmed in order, right? So, like, the actors literally had no context for any <laughs> particular scene that they were in. Not that that justifies their acting. Not that it does. But, like, again, <laughs> they have truly no idea what's going on. And so I, ima- I can just imagine this, these two people getting this scene. And she's reading through it. She's, like, the most method actor of all of them. And she's like, <laughs> okay. Oh, I can do. (laughs) I can. You want sexy corn? I will give you sexy corn. (laughs) But just like I can only imagine getting that scene without any context for how it fits into the movie, and then watching it later, and then realizing, oh, it just doesn't. It doesn't. (laughs) It just doesn't fit in. Every question you ask, they just respond in Italian, and you're like, okay, okay, (laughs) all right, I'll do it. I'll do the corn. Anyway, Joshua's back at the chapel. He's fighting off goblins while he's touching the stone grandpa's there he's not really useful but then long story short the goblin queen shows up and is she mad is like look she's mad and she's like look i'm gonna feed you goop now like you're gonna eat right. it and then he looks in the brown bag that grandpa seth gave him and it's a double decker bologna sandwich and he goes to eat it and of course she is being a typical vegetarian obviously is, no think of the toxins Think of the cholesterol. The cholesterol. (laughs) And he eats it. And then. Was it a double decker bologna sandwich, though? I don't know. I've never heard of that in my life. slices of bologna (laughs) between those two pieces of bread. I don't know what a a single decker is. I don't think that's a real sandwich. I think that that's what Italians think Americans eat. Oh my God, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what it is. So then he touches the Stonehenge stone. And then. um, And they're upset because they can't eat him now. He's yeah, going to taste like bologna. <laughs> <laughs> and they're vegetarians, Kate. They can't do that. <laughs> Please respect their wishes. Please. So she's pissed off. And she's like, all right, I'm going to need some goblins. Well, because like, she's. No, the goblins are already there. Yeah. No, the goblins are already but there. before they get there, right? Because like, so they're in the house and she calls to them like, hey, I need your help. And they just apparate. Like they just, yeah, disappear, they just disappear from the home and show up in the church. I'm like, you could do that yeah. this whole time. Yeah, they they keep a lot of their cards close to the chest, and they forget about the, a lot of their own I cards. Feel like, like they can turn into people and sexy women. I feel like there's a apparate. lot of things that the goblins could have done more efficiently had they been able to do that the entire time. So yeah, so they touch the stone. The family shows up. They all start touching the stone. It never breaks, no. nor does it stop glowing. No, all of the goblins and the witch just die with a very poorly drawn lightning bolt that flashes across the lightning screen bolt. every so often. Yes. Too many times, one might argue. I, yes, I think that's a fair argument. 
but we presume that they are dead. And so the family presume. is driving home. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Family's driving home. They're like, we're all going to take a nap. Blah, 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 blah. Joshua's mom is like eating an apple very eagerly. Yeah, it's nutritious. It's like, are you a vegetarian now, mom? Great. <laughs> are you going to be weird now? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. So he's like, no, I'm going to go but take a nap. She's like, I'm going to take a nap. She's like, I'm going to go take a shower. Yeah, I'm going to take a shower first. He's like, okay. He gets a second baseball with additional green icing on it that says, mm, mom's so yummy. Yeah. He, he runs upstairs to the shower. It's just filled with green icing. We yeah. come downstairs and we see the goblins feasting on what is safe to presume, the mom. I mean, we see nipples. To yeah. remind us that it's a bare-chested woman. It's gross. It's so gross. It's really gross. Might I say this is the truest horror of the entire movie? I'm, I'm not going to... It's I, the closest It's the closest. I refuse to acknowledge any aspect of this movie as horror. <laughs> so then the goblins are like, oh, Josh, come have a bite. And then he screams, and that's the end of the movie. And then that's the end. It ends too soon. So, but Kate, did you notice the werewolf in the movie? Are you kidding me? No. There's no werewolf. You didn't know it was the werewolf? What are you talking about? Oh, that's funny. No one else did either. However, however, so this movie went straight to VHS, right? Yes. However, in America, if you got the VHS, there's artwork on the cover, right? Like every other movie. But the art, yeah. have you seen it, Kate? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So the so the cover art for the VHS what is the a. Hell? Is what appears to be a, a werewolf holding an axe, chasing a little boy who's carrying a troll doll. Uh-uh. I'm looking at a different one, and it also has a werewolf in it. Oh, my God. Which one are you looking I'm at? I'm sending it to you. I'm sending it to you right now. Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you see it? Yeah. So, this is, yeah, there's like a werewolf in the background, right? Hidden in it. Yes. Yeah, I see your troll, too, which is like troll squared. That's the one I rented. This was the cover that I rented. Which is a completely different little boy and a different monster. Wait, so the, do you see the one I, I, I showed? Yes! It's like blue and there's a werewolf with an axe. Yeah, and the little boy is carrying like a troll doll or something. It's a totally different boy and monster. So it's a totally different boy. It's a totally different monster holding an axe. Like, it has absolutely nothing to do with the movie whatsoever. Whatever. I'm not surprised anymore. Like, nothing can phase me at this point. <laughs> I don't care. Like, <laughs> but I just thought I just thought you should know. I'm really glad you told me. So that's the movie, I people. Think that's that's all I can talk about this movie. I am exhausted. That's and that's all there is. That's all there is. I have no explanations for you. I know there's questions, but I have nothing. We don't have answers. I have no <laughs> answers for you. So, um, I'm gonna be bold. Oh. And I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is gonna go to the bottom of our scoreboard. <gasps> I'm so glad no, you said Chris. that. Oh, thank God. I was like, I cannot argue this one with you. <laughs> like You're just messing with me. I was so me. worried that you were going to be like, oh, but it's so funny. Let's put it at the top. Ironically, like, no, it's the top. I will not allow us to. Be <laughs> <laughs> because the only way you could put this at the top or anywhere below the bottom is as a joke. It's to like, perpetuate yeah. the joke about how ridiculous yeah. this movie is. But I refuse to do that. I'm not doing that. Don't worry. I can't, partici I can't, I can't participate in the that bottom. joke. Okay. It had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm so glad. I'm so, I was so worried that we were going to fight about this. 
I was legitimately, I was like nervous. I, was I, like, I, I figured because whenever, this. whenever we watched it, I was like, so what did you think? And you're like, I'm not talking about it till the podcast. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to go at the this bottom. This is number 18 people. This is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> but you should all watch it. You should all watch immediately. it immediately. It's very enjoyable. I'm, sh- I'm sure there are drinking games about it. Anyway, that's our, that's our scoring. Our scoreboard is on Tumblr at nightlighthorrormovieclub.tumblr.com. And we also have show notes there for – we'll have it for this episode, but you guys have already listened to it. But yeah. also all of our other episodes if you want to see, like, kind of what an episode is about before you commit to it. Yeah. They're mostly me just, like, ranting and giving a pseudo-review of the movie. True. But if you're interested in joining our club, um, it's super easy to do. All you have to do is hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to us on and follow us week to week as we explore all things horror. You, you can also follow us on our variety of social medias. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, obviously. And you will, there in all those locations, we share other kinds of trivia and other kinds of things that we don't talk about in the podcast because there's usually just too much to talk about. And we don't want this to be a four yeah. hour episode every week. I mean, I want it to, but I can't. And also, I can't show photos on a podcast, so True. I have to have a it's photo so outlet. Hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. I forget that people can't see my gestures, and I'll just gesture at you. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, they can't <laughs> see that. I should say something. <laughs> and if you like the podcast. Hopefully um, you did, because. Mm. I, I, you're still here, so you either <laughs> like it or you really hate us. <laughs> you, maybe you like us ironically, the way that we like yes. this movie. <laughs> I don't care. I'm happy to have you either way. Welcome. Uh we would ask that you would please, if you if you think about it, if you have the time, just click and rate us on whatever um, app you're using for your podcast. We love getting ratings, and it also helps people find us because the more ratings right. you get, the more often we pop up on people's searches. So we'd appreciate it. Everyone else would appreciate it. We also, I don't know if you saw, Chris, we got another review. We got another rating. Woo! It's one star. <gasps> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Road! <laughs> Your face was so upset. No, it's five star. Yay. Woo! But yeah, that makes us happy. We do a little happy dance just for you whenever you do that. So please. Yes, please do. Please do it. So Kate, what are we watching? Uh, what are we watching this week? Okay. So this one was, yours was off of a suggestion. Mine right. is not. Mine is just a movie. I feel like we need, actually, no. Oh my God. Yes, it is. It is a suggestion that we got. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. Have you seen it? Oh no. Well, you're gonna. I have so. not seen it, but. I've heard We've been watching things. the weirdest movies. We need to get back to some horror. So I'm like, yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that too. Like, I feel like we've deviated. We have from horror movies somehow. It's been a weird like three weeks of nonsense movies. It has been, and I, I, I miss scaring you. Yeah. So let's get some Justin Long in there. Let's get some Jeepers Creepers. Oh God. Okay. I know it's great. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. You'll be okay. I want to do it. <laughs> Here we are. That's the podcast, people. I don't want to do it. (laughs) I don't want to do it. Well, you're doing it. All right. We'll do it. And if you guys also, like the last few episodes have all been suggestions from our club members. If you have one, uh, you can contact us on social media is a really easy way. Or you can email us. We have our email is nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. And we are really good about um, listening to what you guys want to hear. Yeah. And we would love, love, love to hear if you just have a different opinion or a different insight about any of the movies we would love to hear what you have to say too and we would love to share what other club members feel about these movies and um i'm exhausted i've been up since four in the morning yeah i'm tired i I think that that concludes this week's meeting yeah (laughs) i'm so tired all right well we'll see you guys next time see you next time for jeepers creepers jeepers creepers bye bye and you can't piss on hospitality i won't allow it